0: Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening.
1: Uh, hello, welcome to the Share Chair. I'm uh, Mr. Kobolak from Fruitport High School. And today at our episode, we have uh, student Bryce uh, Carlisle. How's it going? It is great to have you. Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. How
0: are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just got done with school and... Doing a podcast.
1: So you're a sophomore, right?
0: Yep, I'm and, a sophomore.
1: And so tell us a little bit about your family. Tell us a little bit about like what you do at school.
0: Um, I have two sisters, mom and dad. Uh, you
1: have your your sisters, older sisters or younger sisters? I know, but tell our listeners.
0: Yeah, I have two older sisters. They're both in college. One's twenty one, and one's about to be twenty. Their both names are Jordan and Taylor. And do you get along with them? Yeah, I get along with them great. They're my best friends. That's awesome. Do, do you think
1: do you think other students say that about their sisters?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't want to like say it, but deep down they actually do. They're there for them every day and yeah.
1: Well, that's great. My impression is that some siblings don't get along, but I'm really glad to hear that you do and you think that most of them do. Yeah. So what what do you do, what is your favorite things to do with
0: your family? Um, we usually go down to the beach sometimes, go walk and my sisters play volleyball. So we're always, like, an active family. We're always going to, like, an event. My event's for motocross. their events for volleyball, and we're just always active. Gotcha. So my
1: family is also a volleyball family. And when you were younger, were you being dragged to volleyball weekend tournaments? Every single day. And every single weekend you're going someplace with their travel teams? Indiana, Detroit, all over. And did you like that, or was that, like got old really quick for it you? It
0: got really old real quick, but I know my sisters come and watch me, and they support me, so I have to support them.
1: So, Well, that's great. That's great. I imagine at some point you might have been old enough to stay home, and that was probably yeah. nice not yeah. to be uh, crawling under bleachers or uh-huh. whatever you did. When I was little. So. Uh, yes, I, I my my kids could relate to what uh, what you're talking about, and, and I can tell underneath the mask you have a smile. Yeah. So we're recording this after school, uh, and we've been in school about a month now, uh, in this pandemic under the hybrid system. So uh,
0: how's that going? Like, what's it's going pretty good. It's a little struggle for me, like at home working and then coming to school two days a week, but I'm getting the hang of it.
1: So you said uh, work, like you mean just working on school at home or like you have a job?
0: like working at school at home. It's different without having like a teacher like face to face, but I'm getting used to it. So what, uh, uh, I think there's a lot of conversations
1: happening, like how is it going? So from a student's perspective, what's challenging about uh, just coming and seeing your classmates and teachers two days a week? The
0: challenging part is when you're at home, it's hard to like like you have to teach yourself kind of, and then see your teachers like twice a week. I would rather see my teachers like five days a week instead of just twice a week.
1: Well, like, Why, what's better
0: about seeing your teachers? Just the one-on-one, like person to person, not line You're like, you're there, you can ask questions. You're not typing, it's verbally. So it's immediate,
1: you can ask questions yeah. uh, versus let me watch that video again or read that article again yeah. and stuff. And yeah, what uh, some other students have said this that uh, there's the routine of school is positive, and the lack of routine and the extra distractions at home has been a has been a hurdle. Uh, do you have any experience with that, or is that
0: similar to my morning routine when I'm at home? Is I usually wake up at nine o'clock every morning, then get up shower, do whatever, and then get straight to work, do my schoolwork. It takes me to like about noonish, one o'clock. And then after that I've the whole day off pretty much. So you're efficient and sounds
1: like you do have some routine. Yeah. Which is good. Uh do any of your friends doing this where they like no, I don't have to go like, to yeah. school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So they stay up till two thirty in the uh-huh. morning and, and sleep in and then miss all the work and they're behind. Yeah. I think that uh yeah, it's new, right? It's it new is. for administrators, new for teachers, new Hard for students. Yeah, I think uh, we're finding it. And uh, who knows how long we'll be in this, but hopefully we'll, we'll get better at yeah. you know, whatever routine. You brought up uh, your sisters watching you, uh, and I know what that is, but we got to tell our listeners. So so what uh, activities uh, what are you involved in, like your biggest one? Tell us.
0: Um, I ride motocross. It, motocross is like dirt bikes, but in a racing form. And i've been racing dirt bikes since i was four years old
1: wow four years old yeah and these are like motorized dirt bikes these are not pedal bikes no right? they
0: have motors in them fully with gas oil and
1: everything so what is what draw how would you get into that
0: um my dad put me on a pedal bike at three years old in a diaper and i <laughs> was riding around and then we went to this dealership down the road and I seen a dirt bike inside. I'm like, I asked him, I said, what is that? He grew up around four wheelers and dirt bikes, three wheelers. And he asked me, he said, well, when you're four years old, do you want one? And of course, little me, I'm like, yeah, I want one right away. And when I turned four years old we went down there and got one. Gotcha. And so you've Stopped been riding since. There. Yep. And then
1: you, you obviously like there's different sizes and yeah. power. So, so what, uh, is it equipment or a ride? What uh, what do you race with now?
0: We usually so for a basic uh, equipment like requires is a helmet, boots, gear. So a jersey and pants, gloves, goggles. People usually wear chest protectors to, like to protect their organs and like their bones and everything. And then you have like a neck brace so you don't like shatter your neck or anything. <laughs>
1: Sounds like a safe sport. Yeah. And so. I,
0: I wear wrist braces because I snap my wrist three times doing this. So, like in crashes? Yeah. Oh. Yep. So how common are crashes? Um, it depends how skilled you are. It, either, like, <laughs> if you're not too skilled, like, you're crashing all the time. But if you are skilled, like, you're always staying up. And so, like, like, do you have a uh, a size bike that you race with now
1: or a yeah. power? So yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm very ignorant.
0: Yeah. Teach I'm, me. Tell us. I ride a 250 two-stroke, and that's a pretty higher bike for, like, older kids or like me or taller kids. And then their size lowers, like a 125 is a size under me. And then the 85 is, like, little. And then the 65 is a little, little. And I started on a 50. That's, like, a little baby bike. Gotcha. And you said two fifty. Is that the highest they go? No, they go all the way up to a four
1: fifty. Those are the big boys. Like, and, and this is like, uh, like, like these professional yeah, things you see the on pro TV. Racers ride the big four fifties. Gotcha. So tell us about. So obviously, it's not like a school sport. This is something that yeah. a hobby do on your own. Yep. So how often do you uh, compete?
0: Um, I usually compete every weekend. Usually from march to october but this year it's been a little delayed because of uh the virus that's going around right now but when it wasn't going around i would usually compete every weekend gotcha
1: so you race on the weekends and um and what do you like is there training like do you do you have to do you train between weekend competitions
0: yeah um training usually is like a diet like a healthy diet or working out you can always work out to get Stronger endurance, or like, help yourself get bigger just to maneuver the bike around and everything. So if
1: you're stronger and tighter in the core, you can control the bike. Better. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and so, but like, like, do you have a place where you on Tuesday can take the bike out and, and practice and, and yeah. do some laps or like whatever the right term is?
0: Every Wednesday or Saturday or Sunday depends on if I'm racing or not. I can go up to a track either in like Nuego or Grand Rapids and go over there and ride for a good three to four hours and get my training and get ready for. the So there weekends. is some, there is some
1: training. Some yeah. Runs. Yep. Do those? Uh, do you know the names of any of those places? I've been kind of curious. If, yeah. If
0: anyone's heard of the them. the one in Nuego is called Big Air Motocross, and then the one in Grand Rapids is Martin MX by the Speedway where they do the drag strips. Do you know where that is? Is that like way
1: south of Grand Rapids? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind gotcha. of farther
0: by Kalamazoo. Yeah, between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. Yep. Yeah,
1: gotcha. So they have a motocross track. Is yeah. that the right term? Track. Yeah. And uh, wow. So, so what are competitions like?
0: Um, usually they're close to. If it's a big day and a lot of people are there, it'll be twenty to thirty kids. But if there's not a lot, it'll be like, say, six to twelve kids on the line. And that's really it. What do you mean on the line? So when we first start out, we're all staged on the line, like bike like, after bike. Like a starting line. Yeah, a okay. starting gate. And there's these gates, metal gates. And when they drop, that means like the race is going. And I've seen this.
1: And some people try to get a head start and yeah. they go before and the like gate the first drops. first one to
0: the corner has an advantage. And then he can just go and try to stay out in front. Yeah, the start's a critical
1: part. Yeah, it and- is. Is it an expensive hobby to be in? Oh, it's super expensive. <laughs> so uh, how do you uh, earn earn that? I mean, I imagine that your parents are happy to help yeah, with this and support you. My parents but... are my number
0: one sponsor. They're always there for me. Whenever bike breaks down or, say, like a medical injury or gear or anything, my parents are always there.
1: Just like they were there and the volleyball. Yep. <laughs> the other yeah, volleyball. So how long have you been competing? I know you say you've been riding since four. How long have you been competing?
0: Since I was four.
1: Since four, you've been yep. you took the little baby bike as yep. you called it, and you've uh-huh. been going.
0: With little kids. And There's just, like different age groups. So like four years old to six years old race together and then like the seven year olds to nine year olds race together and then like ten to thirteen and then all that going up. And then there's
1: adult competitions? Yeah, so there's. Do they have different rankings besides age sometimes, like uh, skill levels or bike, uh, you know?
0: Yeah, um, there's a class, like a 250 class, where yeah. it's usually like 13 to however old you are, you can come and race in this. Or there's like a 125 class that you have to have that specific bike to ride in that class. Yeah, makes sense. And so. they have like a six year old class where if you're 60 and older, you can come out and ride. And there's six so year olds out there taking oh, jumps. Oh
1: yeah, yep, it's and, crazy. What's uh, what's the community like? Like, does uh, when you go on a weekend away to uh, a track, do you see the same people you see? Yeah, at, uh, you know, every couple
0: weekends. Yeah, you see a lot of the same people, and it's just a family. You guys are all super close. If uh, like. I'll give my, like, take my shirt off my back for someone because we're that close. It's just and, and just because thing. of motocross, yeah. That's how you you it became just brought close. us all together.
1: Yep. So, is there the opposite? Is there some rivalry too? Like the top three racers in the thirteen-year-old age, age group are always trying to beat each other, right? There is competition. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Uh, is there good sportsmanship, even though there's rivalries or does
0: sometimes get heated or what's? Uh... It is good sportsmanship. Like my best friend, I'll be best friends with him off the track. But when we get on, it's time to race. Like I'm here to win. I want to get this win. And then when you get off the track, you're best friends again.
1: Well, 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 who is this guy? Who's your best friend? Who is this? Um, do you know Trevor Ward? Uh he went to school here? At yeah, Fruitport? he went
0: to Fruitport. He's one of my really closest friends. I've been friends with him since I was really little. Is he a little older than you? Yeah, he's a senior. This okay. Year. Yep.
1: And so you guys compete against each other and they maybe train
0: together and do yeah, the and same things. Yeah. He lives right down the road from me. We always ride together, but once we're on the track, it's time to race. It's like yeah. We put all of our skills on the line to try and beat each other and push each other same
1: attitude with people from other states like you you know when you went to the national one did you make some new uh, relationships and stuff or was it a little bit more cutthroat yeah
0: that one was a little bit different people are like they were there to do their job they weren't there to like really kind of like make friends they were there to get the job done and then go home that's how it basically was at that national gotcha yeah what's your favorite part about motocross
1: like, it, I can tell you like it. You're speaking passionately about it. Why is it so great? Why do you love it?
0: Um, I, it's just everybody around me is just riding my bike, jumping it, hitting corners and everything. I just, I don't know. I love it. It's hard to explain.
1: Is is adrenaline part yeah. of it?
0: Yeah. You get on the line, your heart's just thumping in your chest, and you just love it. Do you do anything else for adrenaline-seeking? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a term, adrenaline yeah. junkie. Not really. In the winter, I snowboard. And then in the summer, I'll play golf here and there. I was on the golf team this year for Fruitport.
1: Yeah, golf definitely doesn't sound adrenaline yeah, like no, snowboarding or motocross. But I'm glad you're involved in things. So, well, let me uh, let me come back to golf in a second. Uh, what's, what's the future like for motocross? Is this a hobby you'll, you'll want to do for decades? Is there a chance to uh, – to do something you know something more than just it being
0: recreational for you like what, yeah do you have it any... i would like to go into being like called pro mm-hmm. but it's really hard and the kids that are determined to go pro are not what i'm doing they're full online down south training every single day and i'm up in michigan which it is a good state but not for the sport i do because down south, it's always warm and nice. And you go ride in the morning and you do your school. You go back out and ride the next day. Just repeat, repeat, repeat.
1: And so, and then Michigan, you maybe can't do it. for wait, Or can you? Can you do motocross in the snow?
0: Um, there's, it's not really motocross. It's called ice racing. <laughs> so you stud your tires and you go out on the ice and you just do circles. It's, wait, have you done that too? Yeah, my buddy got me into it. It's pretty fun. It's not the most adrenaline thing, but it's pretty fun to some do.
1: Gotcha. And so on the pro circuit, these are people that have trained their craft, and they get the sponsorships, right? They're wearing some yeah. shirt with the logo. Uh-huh. They're uh, getting an interview, thanking the company for sponsoring, right? That yep. kind of stuff to, to give some attention for that. And, uh, and people your age, are committed and trying to hit that professional track yeah, and you quite day. haven't uh, gone all in on that because well sometimes there's more to life than yeah. just that too so so um what so you have this shirt on tell me again about this shirt you have like a logo on your shirt That is that does that relate to motocross
0: um this logo it's a youtuber his name's Donzi, and he's He rides dirt bikes, and it's called Dub Lifestyle, and I just like their merch because it just looks cool, and he's kind of like one of my idols, and I look up to him.
1: Gotcha. So you have a fan,
0: and you bought his merch.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Support his brand. And uh, is that a popular uh, in motocross? Yeah. A lot of people know him. He's one of the higher persons. A couple more questions. One is, what... um... Uh, what elementary school did you go to in Fruport? I went to Shetler Elementary. Good. Who are some of your favorite teachers that you remember?
0: Um, uh, I loved Mrs. Brown. She was my first grade teacher. Yeah. And then Mr. Morehouse, he was my fourth and fifth grade teacher. He was probably the best teacher I've ever had. What makes him a good teacher? He just the way he interacted with us. He was just always there and just he was a cool guy nice and you appreciate that yeah
1: all right good well i'm going to make sure i invite them to listen to the interview so yeah. hey so we end all of our interviews with the shared chair talking asking for advice so what uh what's your uh, favorite advice that you would want to share with our listeners
0: um i would want to share dedication and hard work because you want to get up and get ready for your day and have that hard working attitude and that dedication to strive for your best
1: so your uh, advice is be dedicated and work hard yeah. at things you want to be successful for.
0: Yeah, Why? Because it just makes you a better person for your job and everything. People that wake up for their job and don't want to go are always lazy during the day. They're not making money. They get fired. But if you're always that guy that wants to get up and work and make that money, you're going to be promoted in your job and you're always there.
1: Gotcha. So hard work pays off.
0: Yeah. Dedication
1: pays off. Yep. I think that's uh, I think that's great advice, and uh, uh, would you say that that you've applied that to your school work?
0: Yeah, and I, you've applied
1: it to motocross.
0: Yep, awesome. For high school, I buckled down and tried my best and do everything I can. Great. Well, Bryce, Bryce Carlyle, great to have you. Well, uh, thanks for
1: being part of the Share Chair Project. Yeah, thanks for having me. Best. Uh, what a pleasure it was to hang out with you. Yes, so, thanks a lot, Bryce.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shared Chair Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.